Well, for Grand Prix week and uh, getting out and about to some of the stables here at Lavros Lodge, and I've caught up with uh, Regan Todd and Bernie Hacken. I'm up, come across to the Joneses. Derek Jones, firstly, welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, yourself and Adele train over here. How, how many, for starters, how many horses do you guys have? Uh, that's a very good question. Probably about 13 or 14. All up. All up. Mears, a lot of mares and foals and young ones, yeah. Um, bit of a love of the trotter, although you've got a couple of paces. I saw a Captain Crunch just getting uh, shot there, but you've got a bit of a love of the trotters more so? Uh, I wouldn't actually say that. I probably have a love-hate relationship with trotters. <laughs> I find the paces way easier, but we just happened to, the mare we bought was Sunny Cash at the sales, and she won six for us, and we bred from her and um, bred some nice foals out of us. We've got to keep going, really. Yeah, one of those horses uh, is Euro Cash. Yes. Yeah, because I did uh, Euro Style. I spoke about Euro Style yesterday, so it's quite funny with the hopes. Um, but Euro Cash does a terrific job. Um, poor old Kim, twice I thought, has actually won a race, and I started interviewing, and she, she said, you know, I've ran second, um, but she's a lovely mare, but she's always thereabouts, but just sometimes doesn't quite get there. No, that's exactly right. It's, it's um, frustrating, but... You just got to, you, you, that's why it's so good to win a race. You take the highs because there's a few lows. Oh, I couldn't agree. I could not agree more. It's one of the, it is one of the great things ab um, about it. Um, she's lovely, man. She's not racing this weekend, though. She'll front up next weekend. Yep, front up next week at Rangarua is the R51 and faster trot on the grass, which I think will really suit her. And uh, so we'll head there. We are just speaking before we started this, and um, she's by Orlando Vici. Um, and that and we'll comment, like I was saying, you know, there's three in the. Um, the Inter Dominion at the minute, um, just believe Olavici, um, and then Adele, who is incidentally I found out named after after your your wife, but they are a breed that just keep getting better. And and for her, you, you would imagine the next year, year and a half, she's going to you know really grow into her own. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. Clico was the first one we bred by Alanda Vici, and she had all sorts of problems. We now realise it was probably tie up but I didn't really, couldn't work it out because it wasn't clinical type. Um, and I went to a do it at one night actually, and um, oh, the guy's name from um, Harasa Trotters, not... Uh, Pat or Anton? No, trainer, Anton. Yeah. Anton was there, and I thought I'll introduce myself and ask him a bit of advice about Alanda Vici's, and, and he gave me the, probably the best advice anyone with about Alanda uh, Vici's, and he said they're princesses. You've got to treat them like princesses because they're like that, and if you treat them like that, they'll give back to you, but if you don't, you won't get anywhere with them. I, I was about to say they give back, and you know, the three horses I rattled off, even like even Adele, named, again, named after your wife, a bit of a head-scratcher for everyone that has had her, but the flip side of that, everyone that's had her loves her and speaks so highly of her as well. Yeah, yeah, it's strange, isn't it? But she's done a great job over there, hasn't yeah. she? Really good. Yeah, Jack's done an, an awesome job up um, up north with a bit of the backstory, I suppose, of yourself. Um, I was watching you just shoe a horse, so I know you can shoe a little bit and you might elaborate a bit more on that or not, but the Jones name's a very famous name in New Zealand harness racing. Um, back, you know, many of the starts, you've got uh, plenty of relatives. Are you related to those Joneses? Yeah, yeah. Um, Derek was my uncle. Um, my And Peter, Jennifer and Lee and Glennis are my cousins. We're actually full cousins because our fathers are brothers and our mothers were sisters. Oh, serious? Yeah. yeah. So we're full cousins, really. There's, there's a bit of, breed, bad, bit of breeding. Bad. There's a bit of breeding inside into yeah, you. That yeah. wouldn't happen very often. No, no, I haven't heard of it before, but um, nonetheless, that's what happened. Yeah. Uh, there is a lot of Jones. Uh, a lot of um, part of that. Mark and Mark is your nephew. Is that? Does no, that Mark's uh, my second cousin. Mark's your yeah. Se se yeah. second cousin. Were, was harness racing just always going to happen for you? No, not really. No, I, uh, um, shoeing horses was my job, and then I went chicken farming, but. Um, a good friend of mine, Michael Cunningham, convinced me to go to an, all things, an amateur course one weekend, and I did, and got behind a horse again, and I thought, oh my gosh, this is, this is me, this is just what I need to be doing. And um, I bought a horse off Brian Kerr for $1,000 called Dura Runner, we won a couple of races with her, and then we bred from her, 
and we've got All About Henry and uh, Kiss the Girls. Um, so it's, it's really just developed from then. Um, How long ago? Gosh, it must be, must be 14 years. Okay, yeah. 14 years ago. Yeah. 12, 14 years, yeah. So then we went to the sales and, and um, I decided to buy a yearling. I wanted to buy a pacing colt. And Adele fell in love with the trotting filly. So we, once again, as you know, um, the wife went over and we bought the, the filly. Uh, turned out to be Sunny Cash. The next day we went back just for a look, and she, we were about to go and have the bar, into the bar and have a beer. And she said, "I've just seen a horse come through the, walk past me. You've got to buy it." And I said, "I don't want another horse, Adele. We've got, we've got enough." She goes, "No, you've got to buy it." So she finished up bidding on it. And we got it for three thousand dollars. You know, she keeps on saying plus GST, but it turned out to be elusive check. And she won 15 and just over half a million. So she actually probably um, really cemented our love of the game, to be honest. Well, how do you, how do you walk away from, from the sport, if you like, like with the surname of Joneses and, as I said, the history in harness racing, not just here in New Zealand, but both sides of the ditch as well. But um, how, how do you walk away from it? You're a farrier and that, but not, um, you know, not even partake in it and then come back to it, if you like, yeah. and fall so badly in love with it. Yeah, I, I don't, honestly, I can't explain it. Maybe it was just, maybe it's in the, in the genes and I didn't realise it until I actually started it again. Uh, I don't know, but um, I certainly couldn't wait, walk away from it now. It's just, it's just my absolute passion. That's, and that's what I—that's what I can gather. Um, by, so, did you? Were you like, how long have you been a farrier for? Oh, <laughs> I started when I was 16, and now I'm 64. So you work that out. I don't know how many years. But you did chicken farming when you were doing that. Were you still farrying in the, at the same time? Yeah, I did to start with because we were mortgaged to the hilt on the chicken farm, and Adele ran the farm while I was doing the shoeing until we could pay a bit of debt off to um, actually get an income off it. It must have been. It must have been tough because a lot of time people walk away from the game. They go work a pub, you know, an office job or something. Don't touch them. I mean, you were touching them all the time, you, you, and you never had the craving. No one ever said, "Oh, you want to jump behind this one or anything like that." No, I, I drove a couple of horses one day at Derek's when I was younger. When I was shoeing there, I was, might have been about 24, 25, and um, Peter Jones. <laughs> Peter Jones tipped me over the uh, inside fence and I fell out and uh, I know he actually did it on purpose and you'll laugh about it now but he did it on purpose but it, it, um, it, never, it didn't worry me but I got up but yeah he was a bit of a bit of a hard case back then young Peter. So then you know, that, that was sort of it you decided well I'm, I've had enough of this already? Yeah. At that stage yes I did. <laughs> uh, it was, I mean that's probably a lesson for a lot of people when they have young blokes around us and they're the game. Yeah yeah no um, it's, it's the greatest game I just yes as I can only say I just love it and so does the, the best part about it our kids are growing up and gone and Adele and I do it as a partnership so it's, it's kind of like we've got a hobby after kids yep. and um, my good friend Catherine who works with me at Teagle um, she, she's an integral part of it she comes along and trains with us it's the three of us really it's a three, three, three one bloke two woman enterprise you deserve a medal. Um, luckily, I'll be gone by the time Adele uh, watches this. So I won't have to worry about it there. But there'll be a lot of guys say you deserve, you deserve a medal for that. But I, I think that's one of the enjoyable parts of it. I mean, I was out at Woodend Beach yesterday. It's, I suppose it's one of those things with a little bit different with Australia, if you like, in New Zealand. We don't have a lot of, I suppose, cohabitable um, training establishments. We're here at Lavros Lodge, and, you know, you guys are here um, over the other barn. You've got Regan across the side, but then Regan's got so many people coming all the time that you you get to see different people. You get yeah. to see different horses and the way different people go about it. it. It is a cool sport, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And I watch what they do. I'm not silly. I, I mean, he's a very, very good trainer, Regan, and, and um, I'm, I'm not shy to take good advice, and I'm not shy to ask for advice. Yeah, I know Regan. He probably comes over and asks for advice too, or no, asks. No, he hasn't. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. Oh, we'll shame him into it. He'll come over tomorrow and ask for some sugar or something. You never know. Yeah, um, but it, but it is a good sport. Do you do you enjoy 
the way the sport's heading, um, you know, like I say, one of the great names in harness racing, and you know, sometimes the, the older, don't take this the wrong way, but the older generation don't necessarily like the evolution, but I've got a funny feeling you do. I think it, I, two, if you asked me that question two years ago, I'd have said, no, I don't like the way it's going, but I think, um, I think it's definitely improved a lot. I think we've um, ironed out a few issues in the game, and I think that Entain coming into it has been massive for us, increasing the stakes. And I, I can I can feel a better vibe with the younger trainers because they're the ones that the future. It's not my future; it's my my hobby. But I want the younger guys to have a go and to be feel confident they can make a dollar out of it and um, participate, you know, financially in the game. Uh, there is, from my point of view, definitely positive positivity. I know last year there was it was about this time there was the announcement of a stake reduction, and you come back 12 months later, it can, it, it actually can turn. But when it does turn, it becomes more responsibilities and things like that. It's just good that you know you've said that you you actually do enjoy the way it's heading. Yeah, I, I, I am enjoying the way it's heading. And to be honest with you, if, if there was another down if the stakes dropped, I would still do it because we do it for our for love. Um, it's lovely to run a race and make some money, absolutely. But we just love coming down in the morning, being with our horses. Um, I go to bed at night looking forward to coming down here and I thought that's that's a pretty good way pretty good way to be. Hey, you're very lucky actually because there'd be a lot of people who probably watch this, they might be sitting in, a, you know, in an apartment or somewhere like that and they don't get the opportunity to, to enjoy that part. Yeah, ab absolutely right and I'd, um, good luck to them if they want to do that but I, I just need to do what I do. Do we undersell it? A little bit, like a, as a man that's you know, shod, and I'm sure you would have been at thoroughbred farms and adjustment farms and probably show horses and things like that so you've seen a whole different raft of it. Do we undersell what we actually have? Yeah, I, I think we actually do. We do undersell it. I think it's um, it's a game. It's, there's more younger people turning up at the race than I notice now. Um, if I, if, if anyone would listen to me, if I could have one thing to say, I think that our trainers at the track need to um, be a bit better attired. I think I think we need to be more like the thoroughbred game, be a bit more professional. I think we just, sometimes we just tend to treat it as a second-hand game to thoroughbreds, and I think we need to lift our game. Yeah, well, I think that's a good point, but um, I must say I think you guys do a pretty good job over here in New Zealand. I, I do, especially on the big days. I, I'm not sure about the other days, but definitely on the big days, I think people lift the bar pretty well. I think it's great. Yep. Well, that's that's good to hear. Good it's, to hear. It's, what is it with the trotter? What, why the uh, what's the love of the trotter? Is that just the way, just the evolution and the horses that you bought? Or? Yeah, pretty much just we bought them. And Kip Ross gave me a horse to train, uh, Majestic Lavros, so he was a trotter as well. He was he was a lovely yeah. horse, and it just seemed to be that we just had trotters and. Um, um, and all our fillies of the trotting breed that we've had seem to have a wee bit of issue with tie-ups. So I've had to learn a lot about that, and I've had some great advice. You know, that's, that's the beauty of our game. You can get advice off trainers. Greg Hope gives me advice. Colin Julie have been fantastic. Um, you know, just really good people. Mark Jones, well, he he was instrumental in getting Eurostyle going. There's no doubt about that. He he told me, he rang me up and says, Derek, she's tied up. You need to train like this, and I've never never stopped training exactly how he said there. He's told me. Yeah, that's that's cool. I mean, he is related, but it's also good. He gives that advice. Good to see him back in the sulky, um, and winning races again too. Oh, he should be in the sulky all the time. Yeah, it, it is it is a shame. He's a, he's a gifted driver. Yeah, but he, but he looks after his staff. I think that's the reason he doesn't do it, and and he likes to focus on the horses, but. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a real shame that he's not out there more because there's none better. Um, what are your goals? Yourself and Adele, is there a, the op would you love to get a horse good enough to maybe travel across to Australia? Oh, absolutely. I'd love to do it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I'll do it in a heartbeat if I could find a horse good enough. Um, um, I, like, I think Eurostyle, I think it's got, a, it's got a lot of ability, but if she was good enough to go, I'm, I'm also not, we've also got horses here and I would probably send it somebody over there. Um, like someone, an obvious person would be Greg Sugars. He's got just believe he knows the Orlando Vich. He's someone like that. And Jess, they're, they're great people. Yeah, we would we would definitely send a horse over there. Yeah. We've had we've had Lucia Trick over there. Uh, Robbie Morris trained her and yep. did a great job. So I mean, Robbie another one. It's just someone that 
knows the game and knows is a good driver and knows how to get the best out of a horse. Big race meetings and big cards. You guys got plenty of them, like Grand Prix weekend on this. Do you watch the Inter Dominion um, from afar? You see Adele. I'm sure you got a close eye on her. But do you do you watch it and wish it was back here in New Zealand? Oh yes, absolutely. I wish the, I wish New Zealand was more like the old Inter Dominions of the old time, the old days. I mean, may never happen, but it's such a shame because it is the best of New Zealand versus the best of Australia. Yeah, absolutely, Derek. Thank you. I said, can we have a chat? And you started talking to me. And once I set the camera up, you were like, hang on, I wasn't expecting this. I do really appreciate it. I, I think, well done. Thanks for joining. Give me a bit of time. Good luck with the horses um, in the future, especially next weekend. It's rang your uh, summer cup. I was going to say cup, yep. but it's their summer cup, not their main cup, I don't think, That's, is it? No, it's the summer cup. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure if it's a main cup or not, but it's, it's, uh, we ran it two years ago with, with his girls and we'd really love to win it again. And we've got the two trotters going there as well, Muscle Sass and Eurostyle. Adele will have to do some work. Absolutely. She's got to clean all the gear before we go. Yeah. She'll be watching this, so you'll be in all sorts. She said she's going to watch it later on and be criti critical. If anyone sees him with a black eye, we know she didn't like some of the comments. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Derek, thank you very much. And uh, thank you very much also to Adele for the, for the uh, enjoyable conversation prior to this, mate. I really enjoyed it. So thank, thank, you. thank you very much.